When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew! My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. It's definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this very post eighth birthday uh, fatigued podcast record on a very fine Monday morning. The sky is grey, the trees are bare, there's not a soul to say. Hello, it's raining. This is raining in my heart. This, do you know what? Sometimes, can I just say, sometimes Mm. the words don't come. No, there's nothing that rhymed perfectly with the trees are bare. No, the trees are bare. The sky is grey. There's not a child. In here today, but it's raining, raining in my heart. Anyway, good morning. Um, so we've had a full weekend of birthday celebrations for our youngest who turned eight, and um, I am fucking love. I am. I tell you what, though. I'm sorry to swear so early on the pod, but I'm absolutely bushed. It was. I am absolutely <clears throat> pooper dupered. Um, how are you? It was good. It was like being in one of those documentaries where parents overspend on their children and they go like, this is my sweet 16 and they've got like, they've gone over the top and it Why? felt like, well, you did, we did a back to back double day. I mean, it's, this is, they cannot go through life expecting that this is going to be the norm. And it is quite funny that when you get to sort of 15, mm. 16, mm. that pretty much stops mm. this idea of family day one day and then friends day the other day. We, have, just a, we have started that actually. I mean, we started that a long time ago, but it's like, yeah, we like to do a family gathering mm. so that all the family get we together. We don't cross the streams of family into friends, which is interesting. Because when I was a well, kid... Well, no, no. It's just that it's not family into <clears throat> friends. It's family and then just kids. 
I just don't know They're why. They're two different things. Why are the days gone when you would hire a egg-smelling room above a community centre with red we chairs, still do that. put some badly made sandwiches, and your children would run round so they vomited? Where's when's that? When does that come? Didn't back? we do one of? Did Liv have a party at Fre- Friesland one year? She did one year. Yeah. Did she? No. Yeah, we did it. No, we had it at the um, Pearson Centre or something, and I, I remember getting an amp. And oh no, I remember that one, but I thought we did I another one. Know. Anyway, it, it, so anyway, it, basically, you put children into a room, mm-hmm. into a cell, give them e numbers, and then they all go home again, and you send them back to their parents, charged up and angry. Well, we had uh, a family gathering on Saturday, do. which was lovely. Then we had the kids' party yesterday, so that was at a trampoline it in has park. Been so busy. And that was great, wasn't it? It the was good. It. Do you know what's interesting, though, is when you book, book these parties now, mm. they have got their shit down. It's a proper system, that trampoline oh, party. big business. And when you, we were given the party help, they're a bit too efficient sometimes. How do you mean? No, because she was like, where's the waiver? Someone hasn't filled in the waiver. Take the shoes off. Has everyone got their socks? What are you doing here? Get in the coffee shop. I don't want to bounce. Shut up. Put the shoes in the box. They're just very on it. It was nothing like that, Scott. No, but what I mean is they're very on it. They're very efficient. Yeah, they're very and they, efficient. And they get your kids, they get them out there bouncing, yeah. and then they put them into the cells. Do yeah. you know those three, like, holding pen cells? You're in room four, and yeah. the table's set. Pizza's yeah. thrown out. Mm. You're in the cell. You've got ten more minutes on this room. Get out the cell. Oh. The next family I said come I'd in. write a review on that girl who <clears throat> served us. Yeah, she, she was, was very, very good. good. Um, the interesting thing was, it yeah. was it was very good, and I uh, I did enjoy it, and I think the kids enjoyed it. What uh, was annoying was I connected to the Bluetooth in the party room to play some tunes, mm-hmm. and... Um, for some reason, it kicked me off, didn't it? It wouldn't let me connect back up again. So she kind of... I con- think it's because she knew you were going to play play some shit. Well, she kind of connected her phone <laughs> yeah. up for us to put some Disney stuff on. And then I said to her, oh, I'm trying to connect my phone again because I want to play Superman. And she went, buy M&M. Brilliant. And I went, no. Imagine black, playing black, that at black a kid's... Lace. You can't play that at a kid's birthday party. And she, she was so young and she, she was went, like... Ooh, lace. And then I went... It's an old one. I said, it's a part. I said, you'll probably know it when you hear it. And she says, oh, probably my parents and they're getting on for 60. And I was like, yeah, I've got more in common with your 60 year old parents than, than you. Gemma just walked straight across the trampoline. I've never felt so old in my life. <laughs> Gemma just. No, I didn't feel old. I just felt very irrelevant. Do you know what would have been brilliant? If mm. you just walked out that door, mm. straight across the trampoline park yeah. and just fell into the foam yeah. pit. Yeah. Just giving up, giving up. Well, it, when she said M&M, I should have said, no, it's that one by Cardi B. And she'd have gone, no. No. Who's Cardi B? That's how irrelevant you are. Is Cardi B something? Cardi B? Yeah. Cardi B? Is that a brother or sister Cardi of Cardi Wool. Cardi, 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 Wool. Cardi B? Yeah. Um, she did WAP. What's WAP? Wet ass pussy. What? Yeah. What's that? It's a song about having a moist vagina. What? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the stuff now they get. Yeah, oh, I'm putting that on your party dear. mix. No. You, put, you can't follow, so we did do, you can't follow your friend like Superman. me. She did bring, <laughs> she bring it, brought up Superman, and that's the second time I've done Superman She brought it out. Do you know what she put it on? A gra- Spring. No, do you know what she did? Walk. Do you know what she did? Hitch Stop. Listen. Sorry. She put it on a gramophone mm. and then went around. 
Yeah. I loved it though. It is. They're going to do it again with the music faster. Those sort of songs. Do you know what? Go for a walk. Don't do the whole thing. Spray. Gemma, this is your Tourette's. Can I just say, this is your Tourette's. Macho man. Stop. This is annoying to be in the room with. Gemma, this isn't a chat. Ski. Do. You annoy me so much. You're annoying. Stop it. Okay, sorry. That's your Tourette's that, you know. No. You have to finish it. No, I didn't have to That is the era. Do you know, like the 80s was the era of instructional songs. You don't really get them now, do you? You don't really get that sort of when the the guy... You do. Yeah, Macarena. They were the new ones. Oh, the 90s. There's no modern ones now. Let's stop it. I love an instructional song. Yeah. It takes the pressure out of it. Everyone knows what they're doing. Two hops this time. Mm, mm, Two hops this time. Fat Man Scoop. Which is, do you know, Fat Man Scoop is the greatest name for it than Ice Cream Man that never was. Oh, yeah. Who's coming around? Was he really called that? Fat Man Scoop. No, he wasn't. Fat Man Scoop. No, he's Mambo number five. No, that's. Johnny Mambo wanted. No, you're thinking of Lou Vega. Oh, yeah, Lou Vega. Lou Johnny Mango. (laughs) (laughs) This is absolute bollocks. Can we just take a brief moment to Mm. talk about your killer cupcakes? Oh my god! So Gemma, uh, killer cupcakes. <laughs> Gemma, not you're going to put that as the title on the pod, aren't you? Killer cupcakes. Yeah. it's a good title. Yeah, it's it's good. a good name for a band. It's enticing, isn't mm. it? Because they're like, it, what's, well, it wasn't. What's a killer cupcake? I'll tell you what it was. Nearly a lawsuit for us. So Gemma yeah. had been doing some cu- baking some cupcakes with. Now, did you do that because you thought this would be a great idea, and then when you actually got into it with Sophia, you realised you regretted it because you. I remember you saying you'd, you. I saw the base cup cake the raw cupcake yeah. the naked cupcake yeah. and you said to me oh we're gonna i said who's icing them then she went she wants to help well she wanted to help make them as <laughs> she well she wants to fucking help they're gonna look shit i feel like i need to get little disclaimer stickers and say i did ensure that my child's hands were really clean in the baking of this their hair was tied up um you know i like it when you give them out Hmm. Here's a cupcake. My child didn't make it. Here's a cupcake. My child didn't make it. No, but she it. did make it. What? She stirred everything. She did the mixer. She cracked the eggs. She did pretty much all it. And I have a really... Because I went to a gin tasting night on Friday and it was gin and puddings. And they invited parents because it was it, it was a hall full of women. Let's be honest. Okay. And um, I don't think there was one dad in sight. It was all mums at the school, PTA. And um, they'd invited people to bring a pudding in. So some people had bought shop-bought puddings. Yeah. And some people had bought homemade puddings. And I very openly admitted in the queue, queuing up for the pudding. I'm not having the homemade. I said, I've got a thing against homemade stuff. I, I (laughs) I haven't seen fingernails. I don't know if there's pets. I don't know if there's sneezing going on, hair, all sorts of bodily fluids. I, I, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. And uh, they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, I just don't trust this. Shit. No, I, I, but then, I, I can't see your house. I want to have footage of yeah, your, ring, your yeah. ring cameras. Yeah. I want to see how many cats are on surfaces. Yeah. I want to see the general yeah. demeanor of your house. Yeah. If you've got a hallway that's yeah. piled up with shoes yeah. and you've got a cat meandering, I ain't touching your Victoria sponge, you peasant. Well, it's not that. It's just that I've got a funny thing about it. It's the barrier the in my head. And also children's bacon. Nah. Not happening. No, Not happening. No one wants grey pastry. So I've I've gone on. against two of my rules this weekend. I've given out a child. I mean, I did heavily supervise it, but a child 
that had baked something, mm. I, you know. And then second of all, I ate a homemade pudding on Friday night. You've run the gauntlet. Now, you? the reason I ate the homemade pudding is Vicky Sumner made it. It was a tiramisu. It looked fucking lovely. And I, I swore again. Was she, was she stood again. over you? Uh, no, she was next to me. She says, I made that one. And I was like, oh. Vicky, I says, you've done something here and I'm going to go against my rule. I'm going to try your tiramisu. <laughs> and I have to say, it's the nicest tiramisu I have ever eaten. It was absolutely delicious. Do you know what that secret ingredient is? That'll be the cat hair. No, it was beautiful. Um, absolutely beautiful. Very nice. So you broke your rule twice. Can we talk about the cupcake? Yeah, the cupcake. So, so basically, you, you iced it, and then for some reason, some bizarre things came in. No. You put a... So I decorated the main cake. I, what I did was, to save time, because I was a bit up against it this week, I bought a plain cake that's iced. Yeah. Um, and we had to have two cakes, one for the family do, so we yeah. could light a candle and blow out and all that, and then one for the party. Now, the party one was slightly smaller, very basic, and I ordered off Amazon these decorative balls. So they come in all different shapes and sizes. I might put a post, I'll put a picture up on the pod Instagram so you can see. And um, basically, if you imagine a gobstopper with a... Yeah, on a little wire. Half-inch lethal wire spike. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when we say Wire. it out loud, it doesn't sound in, good. In, in the actual So I stuck bottom. that in the middle of the cupcake and then some edible little flowers went round it. It yeah. looked great. It, it looked did. great. It looked, it looked anyway, great. Anyway, we're in the car going home and I went, shit, I didn't tell people they can't eat the ball. And I just had these images in my head of a kid just chowing down on a cupcake. If you get a, cu- a big fucking wire going through the roof of their mouth and also choking on a polystyrene ball. Imagine that going straight to A&E after Sophia's party. Because the thing is, if you give a kid a cupcake and there's a big ball on top. Yeah, and a wire. They're just going to go out yeah. straight down. And anyway. So did you just send out saying uh, the balls yeah. are not edible? Text came back. Someone out the wire. Macy's already discovered. Macy's that it's already not real got the wire because she's already chomped into Macy's it. Macy's already having reconstructive surgery on her <laughs> lips. I just can't believe you. I was gave, like, shit. You, all of a sudden, it was just like this was such a do you bad know, idea. Do you know what it was? Why did I do that? Do you know in prison when they put like a file inside a cake? Yeah. Birthday it's like cake. It's like you've been smuggling in weapons. Terrible. You can't. Terrible. You may as well just put like. It a, looked really good. Yeah, but you can't put wires in cakes for oh. kids. You, it's like self sabotage. I remember when I was at school and that there was a lot of that going on where factories. Do you not remember the nerd scandal? Do you remember the nerd sweets? Nerds, do you remember yeah, nerds? I remember them. I remember like them. little balls of them. basically e numbers and acid. I remember them little. And fellas. there was like two halves. There was the yeah. blue and the red, and you'd have to go. And I remember. I remember these little. Can fellas. have a box of nerds? They were yeah. almost like forty p. Yeah. Don't you remember the big scandal when there was glass got into the factory? No. Someone on the production line. They don't no. know who it was, but they'd uh, there was glass in nerds, and I, I always remember it going round. There was just three words. Gerard. Glass in nerds. Girl. And someone went, there's glass in nerds. And I didn't buy nerds since because all I could see, I could not separate the, the the image of a nerd with tiny glass in and just cutting my mouth to pieces. And I never had a nerd since. Girl. No, I went back to Sherbet. 
scare out Because I it. thought they can't crush glass in sherbet. I don't believe it. But do you know have any? Do you remember those sort of scandals, the food scandals when there was well, like glass in there's, there's antifreeze in stuff? And no, then but you still go to shops sometimes, <clears> and there'll be like big posters on the door. Like the other day, I went product to, recall. I went to Poundland, right? Poundland. Went down Poundland. Yeah. I said, "Excuse me, lady." Lady. <laughs> Sorry, charity shops who reference there. Um, there was all these posters on the door and it was like, this product's recalled, this product's recalled, this product's recalled. They don't sell like, Freaking hell. Half the bloody shop's recalled. Yeah. Terrible, isn't it? What reason? Death. Danger of death. Well, probably. Do you know what? Don't eat them. Do you know what I would do with that? I'd save that anecdote for a dinner party. What you've just told me. Why? Such a good anecdote. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Well, it was lost on me. I went down Poundland and there was signs up, product recall. It wasn't an I anecdote. I thought if this carries on, there's going to be nothing to sell. No, it wasn't an anecdote. It was a bolt-on to what you were saying. It was a bolt-on. Thank you. So what you asked? No, I, it was, uh, but no one died as a result of the in killer cookies. No, let's no not, let's not do other people's comedy. Gemma, you, no don't have to, you don't have to go through with this. I just want, there might be somebody out there going, I know that reference. Yeah, but the people will at the what day was it? today. We all know that reference. No, but there'll be people out there who don't know that reference. Here, oh, do you know and what? And it's nice when you know the reference and you, go, you do a little nod to yourself <laughs> and you go, I know what she's talking you, about. It's like the other day when I put a picture up of Spinal Tap and I said, what film is it? And everybody went, Spinal Tap. Yeah. They knew what it was. You uh, got on. You, Lick my love pump. You were getting annoyed with me <laughs> because I was trying to bring in child, my children to the enthusiasm of... Of old programs no, like I just find it sad sometimes. Porridge. I find it sad sometimes. <laughs> I try and seek that you're so sad. You're what do you so mean? Sad. You're so sad. It's just, it annoys you. It 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 annoys me that you are so sad. I'm Why, not sad. You are because you're like not, you're like you keep saying to me, and people out there are going to think I'm mean now. They'll think, yeah, Jim, don't no, be mean. Yeah, just just give him his moment. Let him have his moment. He's trying should, to connect with they you. They should think you're mean. He's trying to connect with you. You are mean. And what he'll do is he'll be he's, he's really obsessed with because Scott doesn't do anything by halves. He becomes obsessed with something for a little while, <laughs> and he's obsessed at the minute with porridge. Yeah. Now I'm telling you now, I know porridge is good. Right, as in the comedy, not as Ronnie in, Barker, yeah, not people the food. think I'm just eating. And I do porridge. love the food porridge, but I, you don't. Do you know what? Ironically, I hate porridge. I know. I love porridge with Ronnie Barker, yeah. but I hate porridge with berries. So we're talking about porridge with Ronnie Barker. Yeah, porridge with Ronnie and Barker. He's, porridge with Ronnie Corbett. I don't know. He's enjoying it so much that he has his phone propped up above the toilet while he's in the shower with it playing. Yeah. Okay? So he can't just have so silence. He has to have porridge as a theme tune to him washing his nads. I have to right? have to see Ronnie Barker when I'm soaping up my yeah, nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. And, Do you know what it makes you feel like you and are? And then he in a carries prison. his phone back into the bedroom while he's getting dressed, still playing porridge, playing porridge all over the house. Porridge is everywhere. Porridge is everywhere. So, it, it, do you know what? It makes you feel like you're in a prison when you're he, he must have it. told me about 12 times the other day how good porridge is, which I do agree, it is really good. And then he'll quote little bits of the, the dialogue because he's yeah. like that writing. Yeah. This, I like joke, it. this joke is brilliant. Do you want, can hey, I quote my favourite joke? Do the favourite joke. My favourite joke was, a couple of times, uh, didn't you? Is this gonna, he was talking, he was, his foot was in plaster yeah. and he was laid in the hospital, uh, the prison, and he was laid next to David Jason, yeah. who played Blanco. And yeah. Blanco was talking to him and he said, it's just going to take long, Blanco. See, uh, my foot's falling asleep. I quite like to catch it up. Yeah, there we go. So Scott told me that I joke twice yeah, and in two separate occasions. Well, and was, I said, I remember when you said it before, a couple of hours ago, and you it was laugh. good then. You didn't laugh. No, but it was good. I appreciated it. It might not have laughed out loud, but I said, yeah, that's good. 
And uh, <laughs> then I heard it playing actually on Porridge while you were watching it on your phone. I had it live. And then, then you said it yeah. again. I said it again. Yeah. And then yeah. I was getting ready yesterday, blow dry my hair, turn the dryer off, heard Porridge. Porridge again. And I tittered yeah. to myself because it was a joke. And I was like, that was, I tittered. Which, and you were straight on me. You were like, see, see. You do love porridge. And I was like, I know I like porridge. I've just laughed at the joke that I've just heard. Don't use this now as a reason to be just so over the top excited about porridge. You were so excited that I'd laughed at a joke. I can't remember which joke it was. I can't. Oh, no, I can remember. Yeah, it was a joke. I can remember the joke when he said uh, a friend of mine used to box a lot and he boxed a lot. And he said he he, he got in, you know, he ended up, you know, doing exhibition fights and he ended up, you know, getting punchy and he ended up, you know, he lost all his uh, sensibilities. He ended up nothing but a a mere vegetable. And he says, oh, what's he doing now? He says he's got a job in the prison service. He's doing very well. (laughs) Yes. It's a beautifully constructed joke. It was a beautiful And you laughed and I seized upon it and I said, look, validation. Yeah. And this is how we live our life. This is how we go. Scott just wanders around the house trying to recruit people into his Porridge Appreciation Society. And then... No, I can just say... Here's the next one. No, with with comedy, I used to... This is psychotic, really. I used to... When I used to show you comedy Mm. or show someone partridge mm. or i used to watch them watching it yeah so i wouldn't be watching it because no. i know it i've seen it yeah but i would watch their reaction yeah because i enjoyed their reaction because it was like getting it again yeah new watching yeah. someone have watching someone break their virginity on some of your favorite yeah. comedy yeah. is one of the greatest moments Absolutely. when i got i'm looking in your eyes as you're watching yeah. going that was good wasn't it yeah the way he played with the tension look, look at it look how brilliant it is yeah. and you're like yeah i'm watching it no but look at it mm. look at it mm. So I think I am slightly. And then yesterday we got back from Sue's party. <laughs> She'd opened all her presents in the front room and stuff. And Titanic was on telly, wasn't it? Titanic. Scott? And uh, yeah, Scott will sort of periodically say, it's good this bit, isn't it? Look at this bit. Sophia. Oh, she's into it, aren't you? Did Sophia? you hear me boring her today? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was into it. Yeah, you love people being into it, don't you? I said to her, do you know that ship there, mate? Yeah. They made that. Yeah. She went, what do you mean? I said, they, uh, he got a, he dug out an old quarry mm. and built a three-quarter replica, just half of it, because mm. they could they could mirror the shot. Mm. She's looking at me. All right. And I said, then they sank it. Mm. She went, what do you mean? I said, he pushed water through it mm. so it looks real. Mm. She was like, oh, wow. Mm. And then just at the point where they hit the iceberg, she said, I can't watch this bit because it scares me. And yeah. then I turned it off. Okay, fine. <laughs> So, uh, so it was a complete waste of time. And there and was then, another one yesterday. What, what play did your you cards t- right, come on. That on was challenge. it. Play your cards right, came on. And he says, Sophia, Sophia, do you remember when we used to watch this in, uh, was it lockdown? Yeah, we used yeah. to do four shows. Three years ago in an eight-year-old's life is a long time ago. And I don't know if she did fully appreciate what you were saying, but she, and you she, were like, Sophia, come, on, come on, watch it. It's great, isn't it? Look at this. Oh, and then every now and again, you'll go, oh, look at that one there. Look at that card. Oh, oh look. And... and I just think, what, what, what? She... When, when, when did I start living with a pensioner? She... When did I start being married to somebody who is so... It's just, ah, I can't even... I ain't got... Can I just say, she appreciates... She appreciates... Sophia will appreciate... That this makes me happy. So she will go along. That's how good she is as a kid. She will go along with this mindless bollocks. You are absolutely right. She's so sensitive to nuance. 
she knows well not nuanced to daddy's mental illness she knows that you are desperately scavenging connection scavenging scavenging seeking scavenging scavenging is the wrong word what's what's the word i'm looking for scourging scavenging scavenging what are you trying to say grappling 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 <laughs> for scavenging. you are grappling your for dad is desperately scavenging connection yes for uh to feel human validation i'm like, I'm like an ai robot validation an as AI a father robot. as a member of the household as a valid human yeah and it's it's exhausting, is Thank what you. it is. Pleasure. It's exhausting. That's exactly the thing I'm going for. Wearing people down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm desperately seeking. I am like an AI robot trying to assimilate with humans. <laughs> also, That's what I feel like. The panic. I do feel like a on robot. On your face, it's the family party. So we had five children in the house, okay? I'm just going to make a note of that. Scott, I'm just making a note saying I, I think I am a robot. Okay, so Scott <laughs> st- Scott doesn't always cope with A, lots of people being in the house, two, lots of children being in the house, and three, children who aren't immobile, okay? If you have a silent child who sits still, Scott is your man. Bring he, your damaged children. I'm great lo- with he them. He loves those, don't you? Yeah, anything, anything you in love the a pram. You who just sits still. Fastened in, yeah, fastened. sits still. <laughs> Any child who who maybe has uh, any child who maybe just sits. I've got this right. Do you know if you someone said you know like um you know like in that ride at <laughs> Goose Fair where you're pinned into a cage and it spins you around. I imagine if you that's my crush. If you were really, yeah, if you like invited loads of children around, I imagine you getting out these like cages and just hooking them on the walls and just saying, "Oh, hello, it's nice seat." Right, if you just climb in there, number just six strap for you. you in. <laughs> But aren't I like no, you're not allowed I to can't. walk around or you're just strapped into there and you stay there <laughs> until you leave. You can't strap <laughs> that sounds dark, that chaining kids know, to the world. I'm just being silly, but it yeah, was you're just right, though. And, that then, would work. and then he came into the kitchen, he was like, They're um they're jumping around in the front room. Can you go and can you go and have a word? Can you go in and I'm I'm sort of busy sort of entertaining, getting people drinks and stuff, and then two seconds later, German, um what are you gonna are you gonna go and speak to them because the I says, I'm going to do past the parcel in a minute. Okay, right. When when are you doing past the parcel? Because they're, they're moving around and, and jumping about. And I can hear them upstairs as doors closing and opening and shutting. And I was like, in a God, minute, this in a is minute, ver- in verbatim. Yeah, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. And he's like, and then one minute later, when are you doing it? When, when are you doing it though? Because I can hear I can hear doors shutting and opening and closing. And there's people going up and down the stairs. And I was like, fuck's sake, just chill out. Do you know what? So it was a really relaxed party. If someone if someone brings their kid in and says to me, "This is what I want to hear," I'm bringing my son uh, Robin with me. Yeah. uh, But he doesn't communicate with anyone. He just sits on his tablet Mm. and he just tends to sit in the corner. But Mm. he's fine. He's happy. Mm. But he just refuses to communicate with anyone. He'll just sit there and ignore Mm. everyone. I said, "Bring him any day. (laughs) Bring him along. He sounds wonderful. That's fine. That's fine with me." Get him in the yeah, corner. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I get tense. I get tense. You're very tense. Yeah. I just love the way you keep hovering around me and going, Jem, um, what, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do? <laughs> or the other day, oh, we were on the phone, weren't we? And she said, I've just been up to Olivia's room and uh, you're going to have to have a word with her because... Uh... <laughs> She's taking the piss. She's taking the piss. I can't do this. Any- you, you're going to have to sort this out. You're going to have to... What are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. 
Well, you're going to have to have a word with her because I, I, it's messy in there and I listen, can't do it. And she if, won't listen to me. Uh, what are you going to do about <laughs> it, Jen? Do, uh, uh, what are you going to do about <laughs> it? Because my mum used to make me laugh because my dad used to say, tell him, Lynn, tell him. Tell him, tell him Lynn. Lynn. And that bloody hell, I've married me dad. Isn't I've married funny? tell him, Gemma. Yeah, tell him, Jem. Tell him. Do you know what? You tell him. Listen. You sort if it. If I can't sort this out mm. via... Mm. Uh, yeah. Connecting via yeah. Yeah. play your cards yeah. right yeah. or Titanic. Yeah. Then I'm I've got I've, that's all my repertoire I is. I know. I just want if I can't sort I, this out by quoting I lines know. from Porridge. Yeah. But I, but just, I that's a bit of a assassination you've done there. I know. I'm sorry. Well, let me. I'm going to rectify it now and just say I want to publicly thank you for all you did this weekend for Sophia's birthday, the party, and and. The, the other party and stuff. So I just wanted to thank you for everything you've done this weekend. <laughs> no, that it is... It was such a help. <laughs> well, no, you wrote the card, didn't you? You so, little sarcastic. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for writing the card. <laughs> to our daughter. Yeah, thanks. You little... Thanks for writing the card. nice words. It was. But thanks so much for your support. It and took two days did. to write that card. <laughs> I had to do a draft on paper. Thanks for sorting all the um, helium balloons. Oh, no, sorry, that was me. Uh, no, thanks for um, ordering all the food and stuff and sandwiches no. and that. Well, you did pick them up, actually, so well done. Thanks yeah, for that. So? And thanks for buying all the presents and wrapping them. Any sign? Oh, no, that was me. Yeah. Any sign? Um, thanks for sorting out all the cakes and the party bags. Oh, no, that was me. Thanks for booking the trampolining and sorting all that yeah. out and coordinating it with the parents. Oh, no, that was me. <laughs> so yeah. thanks, as I say, thanks for writing the card. And um, I look forward to the next one. <laughs> I'll start on it now. Thanks for nearly killing him. Yes. Oh, you were so perfect. You left a choking hazard in there. You're right. You're right. It's hard. It's hard. I can only put that down to being overworked. (laughs) It's an oversight. (laughs) She was juggling. She was spinning that many fucking plates. She overlooked the Palestinian ball that lodged into that child's throat. She left a a choking hazard in a cupcake. I can forgive that. Damn you, woman. No, it is interesting, Gemma. Thanks for tidying up afterwards. And uh, mind you, you were at work, so I I can't knock you too much, can I? If you didn't notice, I was tidying as we went. Nope, didn't notice that. Shit. <laughs> I'm not going to do it next time then. I was taking bottles out because it gave me a little bit of a respite. <laughs> you were resting by the glass recycling bin, I was having a bin, moment by you? the bin going, Good there's God. doors slamming. Yeah. That's how I meter yeah, it. I yeah. go by the bin yeah. knowing that... Do you know what, darling? I, I, used to, I was doing bottle time. runs and I was doing, yeah. I was doing yeah. recycling runs as and when. Next time we have a family party, I'm going to yeah. get you a little pair of ear defenders. Thank you. I'll just pop them on. Like a kid at fireworks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Enjoy it. Anyway, how's your weekend been? It's been Apart from that and week and all that. It's been good. Um, I've, I'm fully embracing my new car. Oh, he loves that new car is... that I'm not allowed to drive. Carry on. Okay, <laughs> 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 now. I know, you're doing well today, aren't you? I'm really balls in life Yeah. Up. Do you want to tell everyone about that? What? The other week. No, don't. Am I allowed to drive your car? Yes. When am I allowed to drive it? Um... T- later today 
I'll take Because it, it is actually our car. It is isn't our it? car. Because we're what's, married. What? We've been together 27 years. What's mine is yours. What's mine is yours. Yours is mine. Nine. Apart from the stuff you don't know about. Yeah, so when am I allowed to drive you it? You can drive it whenever you want. I'm not precious about it. You are, though. Yeah, as long as I'm with you and holding the steering wheel, and you, you can drive and it. And you've cleared. You sit on my knee give, like you've a child. clearance for where I park. Yeah, you can sit on my knee like a child on the track. Where did you not want to park the other day? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, you wanted to go to trampolining in my car, didn't you? Because you were a bit worried about the car park. I'm, get, I'm, I'm, starting, to, I'm starting to feel... Mm. That'll go. That'll go. It's new car. Not new car, but new. It's, yeah. a, it's a new car to me. Yeah. There's a little of anxiety that will eventually fade off and then I'll be leaving it in the middle of a ghetto. Okay, fine. With its doors open. Fine, fine. Uh, you know, full of yeah. seagulls. Yeah. But at the moment... At the moment, we're in the... Uh, the we're in I'm the clinging phase. After, it's, like, it's like having a new baby. It's like having new shoes and you don't want somebody to stamp on them, do you? Uh, yeah, at the yeah, moment yeah. it's like the new baby. We're watching yeah. it. We're it's looking like a new after pair it. Of pants, isn't yeah, it? about two weeks later, yeah. I won't, I'll be shitting on the bonnet. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. it, I didn't realise it's a really popular taxi. It's like car. a new carpet when you tell people to take your shoes off, and then after a couple of weeks, you don't care, do you? Really? Yeah, we, do. we got the analogy, yeah. but you keep banging away okay. at it. Um, it was. It's a very popular car with taxi drivers. What? Stop right there. No, I'd, let me stop explain. right there. Can stop I just right explain? there. No, hold that, Drake. I drove Sophia to school this morning because I have to go to my exercise class afterwards. And uh, a Corolla drove past. It was a taxi. And I said, your dad likes to tell us, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> the taxi driver drives Corollas. <laughs> and she went, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't so actually right. believe that you said that. <clears throat> You're right. that's another one that you like to wheel out, isn't I it? I love it. I love it. I had a, Carry on. I've noticed, I have noticed... I get let out more by taxi drivers. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm one of them. You are absolutely they do. nuts. They see the front. How many have let you out? Ten. No, that you've not counted. There's a lot of taxi drivers. In, you know in, what this is? In, one taxi driver's let you out. No. And you think it's because you're driving a similar car. I, I think it is. No, it's not. Scott, them. that's in your head. I flash them. They, they look at me like bus drivers and they go, it's almost like a... No. A, a hidden, no, it isn't. It is. It's like no, they it know isn't. and I know. No, and they it go, isn't. And they go like that. I don't know anything. They go no. like that and there's a smile. They don't. They sometimes, they flash their lights. I've been let out more at junction, junctions by other Toyotas since I've been in my Toyota. I think there's a little Toyota oh, understanding going this on. This is absolute nonsense. It is. We are the same. No, you're not. I think there okay, is. Okay, fine. I think I've been... Right, what else are you going to tell me? But something happened. In Warrington. Right. And I think, so let me explain what happened, yeah. right? Yeah. I did a gig yeah. in Warrington. Yeah. I hadn't had any tea because I'd done, we'd had the party. I can't imagine what you're going to say, but carry on. Right. And and so I went, I went, left the house at half four. So I'd had like a load of buffet tea, but you know when you need something. Yeah. So I did the, I did the two gigs. And then on the way back from Warrington, I was like, it was, I'd finished at like half nine, yeah. quarter to ten. And I was like, I need something. If I don't eat now, I'm going to be eating too late. I don't want to pile a load of stuff in my face when I get in the house. And I thought, oh, I know what I'll have. I'll have. I don't want McDonald's. And I saw there was like a pizza place. I thought, I'll just get a small pizza and I'll eat it before I go. And then at least I've eaten something. Mm. And so I was driving around Warrington. It's all one-way systems, right. right? It's a bit of a ball ache. And I was driving about. First of all, I couldn't see anything. I thought, right, I'll go in the KFC and get some chicken. And then I sat in the KFC drive-thru and that classic thing where it's shut, but they don't tell you. 
So oh. you just stood next to a machine. Like, and they don't say good evening or they don't say it's shut. So you just have to assume it's shut. And then you drive around and you see them just sweeping up and you feel like going, just say it's shut. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. 15 minutes I spent looking at a Zinger burger, no, picture of a Zinger That's burger. That's an exaggeration. 10. No, one five, minute, three, one second, one, yeah, thirty seconds. Um, and so I, I got round and I went back into the system. A Toyota let me out. Very good. Taxi. The to- to- Toyota taxi thing comes back in in a minute. So I'm driving round one way system. I see a pizza up. I think brilliant, right? I can't turn round. So I, I carry on round and I think I need to get over that side of the road. The only thing is, is a residential street down here. So I pull into this residential street. There's a Toyota Corolla. Taxi, Uber in front of me, right? And he drops off this woman who gets out of a car on her own, obviously the street where she lives. She's shit-faced, right? She's walking, meandering. I'm behind the other taxi. He's got his light on, so he's obviously checking the cash that he's been given. I'm I'm waiting to filter around this one way to get back to Pizza Hut, right? She walks over, comes towards my car, I think, oh, God, she's going to... She's going to get in my car or something's going to happen here. I thought, what's going on? So I'm waiting behind this fucking taxi driver. She comes up to my car, up to the window, side window, right? She's hammered. I wind the window down. She went, what are you doing? Right? So straight away, I thought, right, this is going to be a situation because I can can make this look. I know how bad this looks (laughs) because it looks like. I've waited for a woman to be dropped off by a taxi driver and I've followed him into this dark residential street. Mm. So I said, I'm waiting. I want to go over there, but this is a one-way road. And she went, you're bullshitting. She went, you're not a taxi. I said, I know I'm not a taxi. I said, I'm waiting for him to move so I can get round the one way and get a pizza. I said, I can't go back. Why did you even engage with this Because she came right up to me window and I thought... Hit you in the shut. Yeah, but then I thought, it's a new car. I've got the anxiety. She could do anything. She could kick the door. She could scratch the side. If I don't... Do you know what I mean? I don't know. When people have had a drink, they go a bit mad, don't they? So then I'm waiting and then she was just like... um, you're, you're like, what are you doing following? I said, I'm not following you. I said, I'm waiting to go in front of him. His dickhead's counting his... So I'm beeping him now. Eventually, he moves away and she's... Saw, and I then I'd go all the way around. Pizza Hut's shut. <laughs> so they're in there sweeping up. And then I pulled over. I was so scared. I checked down the side of my car to make sure. But it's just for how bad did that look? Scott, you actually pulled up and checked down the side of your car? Yeah. You're a saddo. No, but do you, do you understand? No, I don't. Can, You're a saddo. No, can you see how situations can escalate? Like innocent situations. Not really. I can. Uh, I can. I don't know what's But then going like, I was here. thinking if I'd have if I'd have got home and like someone had damaged my car or something had happened, Nobody I'd have had to can... explain that whole thing, yeah. which sounds mental. It does. I was down a one-way street trying to get yeah. to Pizza Hut. I was, <laughs> there, was a, there was a taxi driver who stopped to copper up. But Mr. Oh. Bennett, Pizza Hut wasn't open at all. I car. didn't know until I turned around and I couldn't reverse. And then the witness said that you... Uh, you actually went to KFC. Yeah. They were shut as well. And then you just like... Yeah. So then I just thought to myself, do you know how Did my- you purposely purchase a Toyota Corolla so you could pose as a taxi driver? <laughs> so you could blend in with yes. the taxi driver community. Yes. I didn't. It did make me think then, though. This is how my brain thinks on the way home. Mm. Imagine if they'd have been on the news that something had happened to her. Yeah. 
I would have been a, I had to be involved, I, and you I would. couldn't. My movements sound more suspicious. Yes. Do you not feel like that's how innocent? No, th- I don't. I thought there'd be more <coughs> in there. You no. never had that sort no. of system of no, never. Do you know there's people out there who have this um, compulsion that they feel like they're, they're a criminal, a criminal. Yeah. So they write notes to themselves right. and they buy they buy things. To, to prove, prove where the, they were. Do you yeah, know this? Yeah. So I they know. buy like chewing gum yeah. all the time. It's like an obsession. To go, I was there at that time. Yeah. And then they write notes to themselves mm. saying, I didn't do it. Mm. And, and I was like in that situation thinking, what am I supposed to do? Meanwhile, he's fucking coppering up. some chewing gum. And he's about some chewing gum from a garage. It just, it was a very, and I think I didn't know what to do. It was Scott Bennett with the Wrigley's in the library. But then I just thought, imagine, imagine, if, imagine if she'd have got her husband out and he'd have come out and he was massive and he went, what, are you following my wife? I'm not, I'm tra- trying to get to Pizza Hut. He said, it's there, Pizza Hut's over. He'd have come out remember. and said, look, mate, why are you driving a Toyota Corolla? Do you think you're a taxi driver or something? I said, no. No, I'm not. Well, why are you driving one then? The only people who buy Toyota Corollas are taxi drivers, innit? Why don't you just buy a Ford Mondeo? So it was a very, um, <clears throat> very stressful. In fact, I've got an email here from a taxi driver. Come <clears throat> on, this. It says, Dear Scott, why are you trying to infiltrate taxi driver circles by driving a Toyota Corolla? Give it up now. You know you're never going to be a taxi driver. Love the pod. Bye. I love it. I love it. He definitely... He didn't really send that. There email. is an affinity. Do you not let cars out of the same brand? No. You don't have that bias? No. You have no bias? I'm just kind and let anybody out. You don't have any bias? No. Be honest. I'm being honest. Do you let out BMWs? No. <laughs> do you not? Yeah, of course I do. It's not really the car I have prejudice against. It's whether they look leery. If you look leery, you ain't coming up. I do- if you don't smile at me... Isn't a scenario. Goodbye. You're, fil- you're on the motorway. You're all queuing in that bit. Someone comes down the side near the roadworks. Yeah. They're in a Mercedes. Yeah. Or they're in a yeah. big BMW mm. and they're bullying the... Do you yeah. let them in or do you go right close to the car in front? I go right close. Bully. A bully tactics. It doesn't work though, does it? No. But then I always think, if you're driving a shit car, mm. you prang your BMW against my shit car, mate. You have a bit of this Kia paint. Yeah, come See on. See how that goes down well for you. Yeah. And then he'd be out of his Enjoy window going, it. it's a company car, I don't give a fuck. And he'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah. sorry. And then he'd say, are you a taxi driver? <laughs> and you Toyota Corolla. Toyota? Toyota Corolla. You Toyota Canola. Yeah. You Toyota Canola. Yeah, so anyway, that was the that was the incident from the... Oh, that's my third swear It was thrilling. We've had a message here. I'm just going to read you this from Claire Wright. Um, I love her handle. It's Clotty Wright. Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is amazing. Paul McGeady, listen up, pal. Saw it in London and I think Paul watched a completely different thing than I did. Did both in one day and was an incredible experience. The story, the special effects, the costumes were phenomenal. Certainly not sheets on wires, Paul McGeady. Five stars from... She didn't say Paul McGeady, that's me, I'm adding that in. Five stars from me. In essence, both sons, Albus Potter and Scorpius Malfoy, are trying to find their way with the history that follows them at Hogwarts. The boys become friends, find a time turner and things go a little wrong. It's not Harry as we know it, but a fabulous follow-on for a Potter fan. Think Paul should drink less wine. 
I've said before, you cannot review literature or arts after a big box of wine. Well, we like to have balance on this podcast. And I would say that because we have got balance, we are very balanced. I would say mm. we need reviews from people like Claire who appreciate the thespian. Appreciate. She's only, only thing going around her system is a bag yeah, of revels. Yeah. And then we need Paul's side who yeah. drinks like a Glaswegian tramp. <laughs> Sits at the back in the stalls, yeah. heckling and shouting I and urinating. Paul didn't really drink pints of wine. Okay, that was it was poetic license. He was he was. Why did he wet Paul, himself? Paul, did you did you really drink? Pints he wet of wine? himself. He said he wet himself and he wiped his ass on the program. No, he so did not. He used you know those binoculars. Do you know those binoculars that you can get in the theatre? Yeah. He got them out. He turned the wrong way around. Pulled down his pants and said, "I've got a micro penis." No, he did. And then he flipped it around the other way. I've got a massive penis. Right. And he was did that all night apparently um also katie has messaged us from australia um she's in adelaide adelaide and uh it's so good to get messages from down under and she sent some cool pictures as well and she says summer in australia means 40 degrees and over no sorry over 30 degrees by 7 a.m she did a long run early today uh 31 degrees now chilling in the backyard, catching up on last week's pod while enjoying some water play. So she got all the sprinklers out for the kids and stuff. Oh, I'm glad she said um, the children involved because I don't. I, I, that, that means something entirely different. Yes, don't um, put that in online. Also, your podcast comes out Sunday night here. Wow. So hope you're well, not getting too cold. Thanks for keeping me entertained. It's our pleasure, Katie. It was good to hear from you. Thank you for that. Um, also, I had a really funny um, email this week. And um, she just said, unkempt growler that mm. was the title of it because you said that on last week's pod cheers i've just snorted chicken gel frazy down my nose happy to help <laughs> <laughs> happy to help oh you don't want gel frazy coursing through I your system a bit do you think yeah do you know last night mm. how clumsy was i with that glass oh, i try and that. do a good deed you're an idiot i try and do a good deed sometimes though you know when i'm clearing up yeah. I know it's quite rare. Yeah. I try and challenge myself to carry as much stuff as I can. You shouldn't. So like I went That's up annoying. to the... Did you see me? I had my bag in my mouth. <laughs> I had stuff in between my knees. Then I had three waters that was bringing up. Why three? Uh, no, so two waters mm. like that. And then I had a glass that was coming back down the stairs. I don't even know how I did it. I just sort of spat Anyway, it. I'm brushing my teeth. I uh, smash, bang. And you were just like, oh, God. And do you know what? I just ignored for a while because I just thought he's causing chaos somewhere. I don't know what's going on. There's a moment, you know, when you when you have like an accident like that or like and it's late night and you just want to get to bed. Yeah. There is a moment where you just think, oh, fucking hell. It's almost like another. It was really annoying. Someone else has done it. It's mm. almost like I do believe then there's a force yeah. that's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, when your dad... Like sometimes, that, I, I mentioned this before, but when we ordered that takeaway yeah. and your dad, it fell off, didn't it? Did it? Did he, did he spill all his rice or something? Oh no, they got the wrong order. Do you remember this? We had yeah. a Chinese yeah. and he just put his knife and fork down and he screamed into the air. Yeah. He looked to the ceiling yeah. and he said, why do these things always happen to me? Yeah. yeah. And there was a real... Yeah, did you feel like doing I that? I felt like going, Jim, I know that feeling. I know what you mean, Jim. Because, because it, it's like the perfect moment where he's sitting down. He wants a Chinese takeaway. It's all done. But There's the, no going back out. the takeaway gods are playing but against even, you. Even, it's all, do you know what he thinks in his head? This bad luck is all the way down to fucking rice now. 
Even the rice is against me. It's awful, isn't it? It does. Do you ever feel like life's got a personal vendetta? No. It does feel like that some days. No. You never feel that? No. Don't believe in that nonsense. What do you mean? The universe is against me or whatever. Do you think you make your own? No, it's just coincidence, isn't it? I don't know. Yes. I think there's some days where you think, come on. Come on. Or scream in the air, come on. We had a little window into Liv's world yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. I cannot keep up with the the language. and the that, Do you not think that's fascinating, though, that we go through these things as kids? Because I'm mm. sure we had it at Of course school. we did. I used to remember a, a mate of mine used to say, and stuff, yeah. after everything. Yeah. So she used to go, he used to go, what, we're going to go and play football and stuff. Mm. And then we'll probably have dinner and stuff. And it became mm. like a, a, a thing that yeah. everyone said. Yeah. Yeah. And we had like, I mean, she, she was talking to us yesterday. And some <laughs> some of the stuff is, I know. what was the name of the kid? Mimi Couscous? No, M Couscous. M Couscous. Yeah. There was, what, Yahtzee Vape? Blue Raz? Because they're all vaping raspberry vapes. What was the other thing? I saw that... Um Announcement by Rishi Sunak about that. They're clamping down on it. Have you seen they? that? Yeah. It is scary. Disposable that. vapes. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, when you think about it, it's played right into the hands of the young market, hasn't it? Do you know what, though? Secretly, though, I think just get them on proper cigs. <laughs> I wonder if it's because they can't tax it. So if they want them getting can't smoked, you tax it, then? can't tax the disposable vapes, can they? Why? <clears throat> I think it's a bit unregulated. So it's all, almost like I get a bit suspicious yeah. of governments because I think they are doing it for the health of the yeah. younger people, yeah. but they're not making any money off yeah. it. Why, you know, are they trying to get them back on woodbines and roll-ups? Mm. If you're smoking, smelling a bubble gum, I want you smoking. It's like that thing you talked about mm. in the Middle Ages when the yeah. kids wouldn't have their tobacco. Yeah. I want you smoking woodbines, Johnson. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know, but yes. Yeah. But what was the what was the name of the group she said? The the collectives. Roadmen. Yeah, there's Rome men. The Skibbity Kids. Now what are they? I don't know. No, that she was saying those are the ones. I don't know, Scott. Oh, there was the Skibbity Kids. We didn't know oh, 2020. They're into like stuff from 2020. Really? They're, they're saying phrases that are out of date. Yeah. But it's just I had a look online hmm. because I think it's quite difficult to tune in to your kids no but I think this is just classic this is inevitable we had like you say there was definitely when I was you had the rudest in my you? heyday of school we had our own you have your own little language don't you you have your own words you have your own sort of sayings mm. that make you laugh and it's that's what brings you together and it's if you tribal. think about it it is tribal and I do it with Sal me and Sal say meowed we say pal, we say mate. It's like our familiarity. Do you know what I mean? It's like what we say to each other. You all right, me or You say you know, pal a lot. Yeah, all right, pal. All right, mate. All right, mm. you know. Uh, I don't know. It's very much... I remember... You my, get used to saying certain words with certain people, don't you? In 1995, when I was at school, mm. it was the year of the word geek. That was a big word. Was it? Geek. It's a proper geek. Mm. As in, but then, yeah. uh, then what was interesting yeah. is 1995 was the year of the geek, yeah. like as in a derogatory yeah. term. 1996, when Jarvis Cocker mm. came out with blur uh, with mm. pulp, mm. the geek became cool. Right. So if you were a geek, you were Jarvis yeah. Cocker, and you were yeah. cool. Yeah. I think it's weird. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think it's weird. I just, like I say, I think it's just inevitable. Mm. Each era will have 
its own each cohort has its own vernacular its own words amongst all those names of people Mm. so you got Mimi Couscous I can't remember M Couscous who's fucking Mimi Couscous (laughs) M Couscous and then Yatsi Chan I don't know what you're on about but anyway these are the names that she was telling me about and then amongst all that you've got a kid called Ken I love it yeah the Chinese kid called Ken. Yeah. Do you know why that is? Why? Because when I went to China in... Um, yeah, they take on English yeah. names, I know. But I know it's it's for, for the reasons of business. Yeah. But it still makes you laugh when you're in a meeting mm. and you're in Shanghai. Because they might pick a name that's not particularly yes. zeitgeist at the moment. I, I, they introduce Although, people. Although, and, and, ironically, Barbie and Ken's come back. It and, is, but then I, there's nothing more surreal when you're sat with yeah. people from Shanghai and yeah. Bangkok and you go through and you go, this is Scott, this is Philip... Um, this is uh, <laughs> this is Paul. This is Anthony, mm. uh, and then they'd go around and go, "Okay, this is Malcolm. This is Trevor. Yeah, and this is Neil. Yeah, and you go, hey, yeah, Malcolm. I met a Chinese Malcolm. Yeah, and I you know. never see, it never sits right. No, no. And then the, the women have got the same names. This yeah. is Ethel. Yeah, I know <laughs> go, it's weird. This isn't is it? wild. Yeah. Um, so I've got a few here to see if you see if you can understand some of these mm. teen phrases. Yeah, I hope people are. Yeah, there must be some. Well, like you found on Google, I suppose, but there must be somebody who's making a note of the words that are in, in, the in at the moment. In, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I find it really hard to focus. Mm. If you had a conversation, I think we talked about it last week with live with the, the, the yeah. abbreviations. But yeah. I think if you had a conversation with a teenager now, yeah. you'd have to really tune in. Also, think- what I find a bit of a struggle is she mumbles. She doesn't enunciate very well, and it's just very. And she speaks very quickly. It's, like, it's just like what? It's like what, what did you, you say? I feel the same as that as when I did when I watched Bane in Batman. Do you remember Tom Hardy in Batman? Hmm. What? What? Yeah. I had to have the subtitles on. Yeah, it's weird. Isn't it? And I remember when your dad said to me once, this was so funny. I said to my dad, Do you watch that drama, Wolf Hall? Yeah. And he said, It's too mumbly. Yeah. Too mumbly. Yeah. Muffled. Da- Do you know what he said is mumbly and too dark. Yeah. There's not enough lighting and it's too mumbly. Yeah. I think many people did complain about what? that. What? The mumbly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You could do a whole drama. Where it's well, just, that's like the low talker in Seinfeld, yeah, isn't it? Do you remember the low talker? Yeah. You right, agree to stop. We, we've got a delay talker next door. Yeah. Our neighbour. Yeah, go on then. He still does that. I yeah. don't know if I mentioned it. I don't think I've mentioned it on the pod. I'll start a conversation with him and he'll go, yeah, it's nice weather, isn't it? I'll go, yeah, lovely day today. Just going in the house. My dog, what? Just saying it's uh, good for the flowers, isn't it? This nice... Get the garden going. Yeah, brilliant. Have a wonderful day. What do you say? I don't know if he's slagging me off or not. No. Delay talker. Salty. What's that mean? When something's not nice. Yeah, I'm upset. Um, Here we go. Bruh. Yeah. What's that mean? But Liv says that's old Bruh. now. She don't do that anymore. That's 2024 though across no. here. Well, some people, but not for Liv. Fam. Yeah. Do you know that? I think that's old now. These are all old? Well, keep going. Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, th- th- I don't think there's any new ones then, is there? Um, that's clutch. Clutch? That's Never clutch. heard that. Never heard that. Cool. All right. Um, how about uh, body count? What? How many people someone slept with? Oh, God, that's Mo- awful. Mood. 
Mood. What? what does the word mood mean? You're moody. Means relatable. Oh. I've seen that on memes. Have you? There's something mood. Oh, right. This mood. And then there's someone looking out the window like or, something. or something. Yeah, vibe. That's mm. the way. Dank. Dank? Yeah. Damp? No, dank. dank High quality. Damp. Oh. Uh, riz. Rice. Riz. No, R-E-Z-Z. Rice. No. That, that's rice in French. No, riz is the ability to successfully attract the preferred gender. Oh. Right. Bussing. Um, good. Very good with relation to food. Oh, right. Glow up. Oh, yeah. Um, looking good. Yeah. Fallen off. Um, good looking. No, it means idiot. Something was good and now oh. it isn't. Ah, oh, right. It's proper fallen off. fallen off. That. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard. I've heard. Live do that one. I see. Yeah, and uh, then we're into abbreviations. Uh, I D E K. I don't know. I don't even know. Oh yeah. Goat. Goat. Yeah. G O A T. Oh, um, I know this one. Go on. Hang on a minute. Something another time. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time, that's it. Yeah. And finally, there's so many on here. Uh, let's pick one more. Basic. Yeah, that's... Uh, can't remember. Unoriginal. Yeah. Mainstream. Yeah. Well, I find that offensive. Mainstream. There's nothing wrong with being bloody mainstream. Someone pays a mortgage on mainstream, I'll have you know. I made a career out of mainstream. I made a bloody career out of mainstream. But it is, it's interesting. It's hard. It's really interesting. It's, language evolves. How did it they? evolve. This is the one question I wanted to ask you as well, a linguist. Yeah. Where is it coming from? Where is... Streets. No, but they're not on the streets. They're in a suburb of Nottingham. No, they're but not they in... are on the streets. They're watching. Where's they're it watching coming TikTok, from? TikTok, which is on the streets, isn't it? No, but they, it's, it's almost... on the pulse, isn't it? Why is it specific to their age and not ours? What is happening? Creative. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, creative. What? Well, we live in the past, don't we? We don't necessarily reinvent ourselves as much. Does everyone stop at a certain era? And don't like what? What's to stop us from mm. constantly absorbing this language and using it in our vernacular? Is it wrong that a forty-four-year-old could go, "Oh, that's well salty, mate"? You would sound stupid because is there an, is there a pre? I'm I'm genuinely interested. Is is there a preconceived pigeonhole uh, of your language you cannot speak? No, I think what it is it, younger is that than you are. You have to. No, it has to be genuine. And I think if me and you try and do it, it's not genuine. We're just putting it on. If you were talking like it all the time mm -hmm. and mixing in them circles, then it'd be fine. But you know, what I'm trying to say is I'm going to put on some joggers and some Reebok pumps and mm. a baseball cap and cool. I'm going to blend in outside of school and I'm going to go, hey, Liv, I'm here to pick you up. I know it's proper salty, but get in the car. Hey, B. No. No, it's not going to work. No, nope. I think, but it, do you not feel that people we stop within our our world? We stop our youth culture defines us. What as do in, you mean? Well, you mean I'm the trying youth to explain. define us? I'm trying, me no, and you. no, no. What I'm trying to say is, you stop your your um, coolness yeah. stops at the time you were fifteen, sixteen, seven. That that stops. So ours is like the Britpop era. You don't. That's why you see people dressing like, with mullets and leather jackets on in the 60s, because that's the point where they were cool and relevant. 
So you like you can't jump between the eras. You can't have people in the forties speaking like they're thirteen, fourteen. That's what I said. I said that yeah. we live in the past. We live in our time, don't we? Our time that was relevant. Just like live can't. I mean, I don't know what our phrases were, but I mean, just like they mm. can't adopt mm. ours. But mm. then, what the really interesting thing is, is she'll move on from that, mm. and then Sophia will start. Yeah, her own. Yeah. Mm. But I, I always thought as a linguist, there's a, there's a something there that hasn't been analysed. Probably somebody's analysed. No. It. No? No, the idea that you are defined by your youth speak. I think it has been analysed. I'm going to find it. Well, I'm find, I want to talk about it. I'm going to find the analysis that somebody's made on I, I thought language. as a linguist you would be more interested in that. What do you mean? I am interested yeah, in it. Yeah, because I think it's how we bastardise speech. Because you know the film, um, take your hands off there because it is going straight through the mic. You know the film Clockwork Orange? Yeah. Do you know he yeah. wrote his own language? Yes. So he took the idea of Russian and he'd listened to street language and he blended them together yeah. to, to make up this language, yeah. like Devotchka, yeah. which means woman. Yeah. And I think actually when you read the book, it's incredibly clever because the words make sense. Devotchka... I can imagine that meaning that. Yeah, but what point are you making? I really don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I suppose. I suppose. I find it interesting that we bastardize languages and we adopt it. Like that. Like lives. Lives speaking to her friends yeah. is not the way she speaks to us. No. And I find it fascinating. Although she does, doesn't she? She does speak to us like she speaks to her friends. I suppose so, but... Because I've definitely seen a change in the way she speaks in the last couple of years. What, as in more... She's become more street. Street? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it'll come back again. Because when people used to say, and I don't like the word chav, I, th I think it's got all sorts of negative connotations, but always people say, you know, seeming too like that. that. That's because the the rhythm of the street, mm, mm. that's because that's a dialect yeah. almost. I, yeah. don't, I don't think that's anything to do with... Intelligence. Intelligence or um, status. No. I think that's to do with the rhythm of yeah. the, the language. Mm. It's almost like a, if you were tribal, it's mm. almost like that same rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I find it all mixes in with dialects. Like I find like mm. the fact that you, you can have it sound different to someone who lives half an hour away. Yeah. I find it fascinating. Well, I'm sure the youth, the young kids in let's like, like say Newcastle will sound different to live in her They'll have different, they? different mm. language. Yeah. I've noticed before gigging with some London acts that are mm. sort of young, younger, mm. some of the language they use is just. Like, Although different. TikTok does mean that lives exposed to stuff that we wouldn't have been exposed to. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like she'll be exposed to videos made by young people from all over the world. Yeah, yeah. All over the country. Wow, man. Mm. And it does influence what they say, I think. Wow. Because there used to be stuff like crutters, mm. which is attractive, and butters, which I is unattractive. Know. No, I've never heard this. Uh, bear, bear a lot. I've heard that a lot. No, I've never heard that. It's, he's bare, he's, he's got bare money, mate, as in lots of money. Oh, I don't know. Ends, where you live, that makes sense, round my ends. Right. But I don't it. know anyway. It's mm. a, it's a it, baffling it is. It's fascinating. It is fascinating, especially when you hear her talking like mm. it. So like let that. us, do you know what I want people to write in? Let us know if you've, anything that you feel is specific to when you grew up, what you said. 
mm. quite interested. Yeah, definitely. So there was that to ring. And also, what was the other thing? Oh, that was it. Just write us in. Let us know. Write us in. Write us in. What do you mean, write us in? Write us in. I don't know what I mean. Write into us. Write, sometimes I feel like I'm on a different. I can't write speak. Write us in. Write yeah, us that's in. That's not right. Right, it's not right, it's a retreat. Right to us. Right to us. Right into us. Right into. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. What's happening? Not right as in. So. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Go on. I'll let you do this because you have the connection to our special guest this week. This week, we have a very special interview with none other, Colin. Holt. Colin has had an illustrious career up until today. And, uh, <laughs> up until today? Oh, well. No, it's... and he's still going strong. Oh, I'd do you mean say. the low point's been on our pod? Yeah, exactly. That's is what that I... what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's a high point. Well, for us it is. Yeah, well, what yeah. What a coup. Which is a coup. Um, it's a yeah, esteemed, so... esteemed comedy royalty, baby. He is, man. Um, if you look at his IMDb, he's been fucking busy. He has been busy. For years and years and years. It's inc- I mean, he said it's an amazing interview. The thing is, as well, when we put up that we were interviewing Colin, loads of people have got like so many different memories yeah. of him. Like, I liked him in this and I liked him in this and I liked him in this. Anyway, so he's 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 very funny. Um, please check him out. And I met Colin way back in, I think it was 96. Wow. Because we're both from Nottingham and we're in the theatre group together, but... Ah, oh, it was just so nice to catch up with him. And he said, and it was just really interesting. And I think we've got about 200 more questions we'd like to ask him one day, maybe. And he, so anyway. Yeah, and he was coming to us live from his shed. Yes. And it's uh, it seems to be the thing with comics yeah. now, to just put yourself in a shed. His 20-year career, uh, afterlife, all that sort of stuff. More which than that. Well, well is it? Yeah, yeah. It's but he, it was absolutely brilliant. He talks a bit about neurodiversity as well yeah. and how that forms part Very of his comedy. I think you're going to enjoy it, everyone. It's a great interview. Check it out uh, and let us know what you think. Enjoy Colin Holt. You guys have got a Nottingham connection. I'm the outsider here. I'm 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 on the yeah. fringes. So I was just going to say for the benefit. Sorry, of the Gemma. Explain. Uh, we know each other as well, of course. Explain so. a little bit. Sorry, we we met about. I think I was. I'm trying to think. I think I was 16 or 17. I was in the first year of um, sixth form, and yeah. I joined Net Nottinghamshire Education Theatre Group or company, yeah. and. Yeah. Um, it was the best thing I ever did because I was introduced to it by a mutual friend of ours, Helen Barton. Helen, back yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. And um, it was the first, I'd always had an interest in drama because I'd done it at school and stuff, but I'd never joined a proper group. Mm. And it was, I mean, I still now look back on it so fondly. It was just the best. It was just such a good time. Amazing. and yeah. yeah, all the people involved and, you know, um, so that's where we met initially and we did Guys and Dolls. Now you had a really good part, didn't you? I remember. No, guys and dolls. I was. I thought um, you were a bigger part than me. I had like I one ever... line. I yeah, I was in guys and dolls, but I I that's when I joined. That's what was I was trying it? to get. That was when you, you joined, joined as well. I think you joined the year before me, didn't you? But that that was when I joined, but there weren't any parts, and I was like, you know, they're like Mr. Razzle Dazzle, like, come on, give me a roll, look at me, <laughs> look at me move for fuck's sake, you know. <laughs> but I joined, and it had already been cast. And to be fair, uh, Alistair who ran it, if you remember Alistair, he I he. Do. Uh, he like tried to give me an extra song. That was how good I was. <laughs> I, was so bad, <laughs> you know, I think he did have a soft he spot for you. I really do. 
cool so I could just sing it and then I think we did it once and he was like no we're not doing that that's weird um, <laughs> he, he definitely picked up on my razzle dazzle but no I was just a guy dancing at the back it's good yeah. old reliable Nathan uh, I actually went up for Nathan Detroit though the other day or about two no. years yeah wow. and I was I think I was really good I went in I was really like yeah I've got that and they were like the guy was really like, yep, you're really good. You've got it. He basically said, you got it. <laughs> like, That's like, brilliant. Never heard back. Never heard oh, back. Oh, bloody hell. Well, eventually heard back and it was a no. But um, Did he say to him, can you do me an extra song? Can I have an extra yeah. song? <laughs> I can't believe he said that. That's so That's so unbe- You shouldn't Why did that. the guy say, add an extra song? Just because this kid's got, you know, he's got the X Factor. I, I love so the let, idea that you It was really walking. weird. I was just like, a, I think I was like a traveling salesman who walks in at the end and sings, he wanted me to sing, you know, uh, forget your troubles, come on, get happy, you know, yeah. that song. Yeah. And, but it's not, in the, it's not in the musical, so it was That's really... brilliant. I, at the time, I've got to be honest, I was quite like, you know, I was very like, wow, this is, this, yeah. you know, I've really, I've got the skills. But at the same time, I was like, this is a bit awkward, isn't it? And a bit weird. It's like the idea that they're taking a bow and you come on and do Ice Ice Baby or something, and they're going, what? <laughs> I don't remember this in the. Everyone's like, who's version. this fucking. Who's this character? Who's it? And I'm just like, went to troubles, come on, get happy. You know? Oh, <laughs> so funny. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass, but uh, you know, when I think back and if people say, oh, um, sorry, but could, you see, could you see that they would set. go on to do other stuff? I think you definitely had something even back then. Like you, there was, a, you know, a star quality about you. You had something that was always a bit different and. I don't know. I just knew you'd probably go on and do stuff. So then obviously after that, I, I just, I didn't pursue drama or acting at, at university. And I, that's right. my one regret. I don't have many regrets in life, but that is a regret of mine. But yeah. um, a lot of you did go on to do stuff, but I don't know your path. I don't know what you did. And then just years and years later, I see you on a TV advert and that's when right. I was alerted to like, oh, Colin's still doing stuff. You know, he's still, because right. I, I, if I was going to be asked what I think of you as, I would first of all say an actor. Um, but obviously I've watched loads of your comedy now. So are you, right now, I've got too many questions. How did you get into it? Where did you go from net? When, what did you do after that? It was doing that. The inspiration was to, to go on and do it more, definitely. Yeah. Um, working at uh, working being in in that and then not because would it be fair to say colin we both come from a, a working class background and i, I don't yeah. think it has a bearing on maybe what you do but for me going to university i was the first one who went to uni and my mum and dad had no experience of performing so i don't yeah. think they didn't see it as a real career they were like you can't do that as a job do you know what i mean and i don't think i had the encouragement then to do it so, so mine were, um, yeah, they were encouraging to be fair, but they weren't, they, no one, I was the first in my family to go to uni and stuff, you know, yeah. and they'd never, no one had done anything like that. My dad, like, my dad, like played Hamlet at school. He could just remember all of it. He had a great head for remembering it. And he was really good at teaching me. Sometimes my mum, the encouragement is kind of smothering. Like it's a bit, like she's still, until recently, she just sends me sketches that I could do. <laughs> Oh, I've got a sketch for you. Eo, what do you think about this? And it's like just the maddest fucking doesn't make any sense. She had one that when I used to do it being a double act, she had one where she sent me and it was, I've got a sketch for you. Uh, I find this so funny. I really want to put it in something one day, but she says, uh, you and your partner are dan- and my double act partner are dancing around this maypole wearing dresses. <laughs> and then you take the dresses off and you're wearing trousers. So mm-hmm. you dance around again. 
And then you put on the dresses again and dance around. And then you stop and you go, I can remember it word for word because it just drove me mad that she said this. She goes, uh, you, you, uh, you, you stop and you go, where have the men gone? Wow. And then the other one says, they've been killed in the war, the great war. And that's the end. Jesus. And I was like, what the, f- what? That is in like what, a really, what, you know, like bleak, how is that a comedy sketch? It's like a bleak two what Ronnies. Is that? It's a bleak two Ronnies, isn't it? It's a really tragic two Ronnies. Really? Sketch. <laughs> really just, it could, yeah. It could fit in, in uh, League of Gentlemen or something like that. I can imagine yeah, that. But, where yeah, but the they still gone? they still have like a joke. Coherent, or, yes. They still have some sort of gag to it, surely. Where have the men? Or would there gone? be a, a punchline of some sort? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get on with and then they've been killed in the war. <laughs> the great killed. war. The great. And war. I said, I said, um, I remember I said, why does that? Um, why is that a sketch, Mum? Why is that a comedy sketch? In yeah. it? And she said, um, well, because it's true. It happened. Yeah. yeah. She has wow. some of them villages in Russia and that. The whole village got wiped out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm still not hearing the joke. I'm still not. Do you know what? I see what you're saying, but I'm not I'm not oh. hearing where the laugh's coming from. Oh, my God. Where's yes, the punch? Sir. It's because it's true. It is. It, it's funny, isn't it? My, my parents, is, uh, my mum and dad are the same. My mum's very encouraging. My mum and dad used to come to my gigs, but I actually banned them. Right. I, could, I could hear them. I can hear my dad's got a distinctive cough. So when he's in the audience, I can hear, I can radar in on it and just see his silhouette and then it's ruined then. And my mum says, why do you find it uncomfortable? I'm like, because I'm doing jokes about you to you. Do you not find that such a was, surreal thing? Because I was just going to say to you about just thoughts on stand-up and stuff because I'm now doing a stand-up show as myself and it's uh, yeah. a lot of it is very, like I've gone on quite a journey with it where now it is, fun in a kind of you know lee evansy peter k type way but but me you know not so you know i'm not trying to say i'm like them but as in you know it is fun i'm trying to i'm trying to go more broad and big and fun and just i just want to make loads of money scott one like but um <laughs> i want a bigger shed on an even bigger shed yeah. but i found it really a real weird journey a real weird journey just talking about real people and revealing these things yeah. and i'm trying to I'm trying to do but obviously and some of it is you know not to be all like but some of it is quite traumatic and difficult and yeah. painful and 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 the whole sort of message of the show is all about getting diagnosed or you know if you think you have neurodiversity or whatever you know getting help or, or just you know yeah rethink your life to some degree and not feeling ashamed of it because i think all my yes. family have been mad as hatters you know from the you know i still have a line in it where i say like when i was growing up you didn't have words like neurodiversity and and uh you know mental health and adhd you had one phrase that just summed it up which is just is not right yeah 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 that was all we needed like but it's it talks anyway yeah but it talks about all that but it's um i don't know we got onto that now but yeah just yeah, you saying talking with your dad in the audience, and yeah, my mum hasn't seen it yet, so I'm quite. But I'm now I've signed up for Edinburgh, so I'm like I've got to. Are you I going? Sent, I sent a video of it to my brother the other day, yesterday, and just went, "Can you watch this and just see if you think it's all right?" You know, because I feel quite, I'm quite nervous about the reaction. But uh, I mean, I was gonna, 
I was going to come on to this, but I'll ask you this now, actually, because uh, Gemma, yeah. you remember where we are on the chronology? Because I'm interested yeah. to know the journey. But Sorry, I jump every all over the place. It's fine. Look, what it I was interested matter. in is because you've man- you've done. I think you're one of the only people who've done everything. So you had the double act. You had straight. You're doing straight acting. You had the double act. You had the character who was massively successful and a man, brilliant. Yeah. When I saw you do that, I said to Gemma, I was like, it was so good. The transformation, the way you you blended in this backstory, the way you had all this sort yeah. of, uh, I could feel it living and breathing as a character. And now right. you've gone into straight stand-up. Do you feel like you feel more vulnerable or do you feel like there was stuff you could do as a character that you can't do as a straight stand-up? Have you found it limiting or freeing? What's been the transition, you know? When I first started doing it, I come off feeling like raw, feeling like I'd... Do you know what I mean? Like I've yes. been on a night out on loads of drugs. Or so. I just feel really weird and like, ugh, like, you exposed. know, so I've gone out and talked. Exposed. About- Is it exposed? Yeah. yeah. When you're not. Ooh, at- yeah. Which when I you- wanted to do. I didn't want yeah. to do like, I didn't want to, if I was going to do it, I wanted it to be, again, like dropping all the big names here, but like Richard Pryor, like really yeah. fucking telling it like it is and not telling it like it, but as in like re- opening up my heart and being yeah. more comfortable yeah. with it. Um, and then overdoing it, I've just found a way to kind of just shave off the edges, I think. And now I'm finally feel quite comfortable doing it. And originally when I started doing it, I was very much like, I think I was trying to be the character of a stand-up almost. You know what I mean? Trying to be like, you know, yes. that kind of classic stand-up. And then, but then I've let Anna, Anna Man, my old character, like I finally come to accept that she was me all along. Like as in like, because I used to do gigs and people would be like oh that went really well didn't it i was like yeah she was quite good tonight wasn't she yeah yeah <laughs> like not take the credit for myself almost you know what i mean like yeah, this yeah. like she was well like, yeah anna's really funny i suppose yeah and um used to piss me off a bit and now i finally like accept to know that was me so i've sort of let her not that i talk in her voice but i've let some of her kind of yeah you know, magic almost and like yes. just I really get that. confidence and, and go back to what you were saying about Gemma growing up. I think even though I did grow up with encouragement, there was no sense of like, no, you can't do drama or anything like that. But there was definitely a, a massive imposter syndrome, which I think yes. I've only just starting to get over. And I think uh, there was a lot of a sense of like, it's tragically really and quite paradoxically so my mum is full of light full of love and sort of um ideas very creative i mean you've heard one of them and it was incredible you know <laughs> the belt so that one i've written it down <laughs> if you want to honestly if you want to do that on the show at any the, point just go for, yeah, the, the maypole the, the maypole. maypole the sad I don't maypole. Know how you do the maypole uh but she um but yeah there is also this sort of element of like i don't know just Oh, we'll never get anywhere, or we'll, you know, it's not for us. We we never climb. Don't get out your station, or whatever, you know that kind of stuff. And it's yes. sad. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I finally feel like because I, I don't know, it feels like I've. God, I feel very arrogant saying this, but it's like I've sort of combined all those elements into one thing. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? like I, I, I feel Vanna's exuberance and my. True yes. whatever, you know. I was going to say, it's almost like you've gone from the double act, which obviously you're sharing the burden and the stress. Then you've gone to the character, which you've got something to sort of not hide behind, but something to channel. And now you've gone to being yourself. It's almost like it's stripped back the layers each time. It is like a real, and I feel so excited about it. And it is like 20 years. This show has taken the 20 years that I've been doing it. And it's almost like this was the show I if I'd had the confidence in some ways, maybe this would, would the show I would have done 
yeah first <laughs> but yeah but it's take i've had to wear all these masks almost to like yeah but i think again like without banging on about neurodiversity stuff so much you know um because i'm like I said, I do a podcast called Into the Neuroverse, all about it. But great, um, and you know, so uh, can I just say, great title. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's great. But I've got like an ADHD diagnosis, but I am pretty sure I'm autistic and stuff. And I'm really realised more and more how I have to wear other people's like personalities a bit to like yes. deal with social situations. And yes. I think I've kind of done that with these shows. I've like been that person then that person I was just going to say because you talked about neurodiversity because we've talked on our podcast about Scott potentially having autistic traits you've never been diagnosed have you um but again it's about what we've talked about is the fact that understanding yourself answers a lot of questions as well that you might have struggled with over the years and then all of a sudden it all becomes clear it makes sense and it's it's quite helpful, isn't it? In that sense, I think it sort of helps you to move forwards. Oh, it's just been incredible. It's just like completely changed everything for me, to be honest, just um, understanding it and knowing, you know, I mean, like when we used to do shows and stuff, I was talking to my mate about this the other day, but I, th- I don't think this was with you. This was with, uh, I think it was just like a thing I did at school. It was like a panto. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And I was playing like the baddie and like loving it, you know, and reveling in this thing. And like, and I remember coming off and everyone was like, Hey, you know, it, so much fun and we were like first drinking lager and stuff at like 15 16 and stuff but i just couldn't I just like power down like t3po and like yeah. couldn't connect to anyone or talk to anyone or like yeah that's really weird you saying that because i often you know, say i'm not saying yeah. scott's um it's it you're very different, aren't you, Scott, socially? It sounds like I'm just <laughs> <laughs> picking your character oh, oh, up. Can I just open that door for the Wi-Fi? Because I think it might. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, yeah. Let him in. Let him in. Sorry, does, that, does that work? Wow, that's incredible. In. You have to let the Wi-Fi in. Okay. But, um, Hopefully that'll be all right. Sorry yeah. about this. It's a bit it's of an experiment. Don't apologise. It's absolutely fine, honestly. Um, yeah, what we were talking about. ADHD, ironically. <laughs> Yeah. And um You were talking about me as if I weren't here. I remember yeah, no, that no, I was just saying that you often struggle with the you'll be fine on stage and you perform. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's not you, that is you. But yeah. then when you come off stage, you struggle like I think people like a lot of my friends will be like, How can that be Scott on stage? And then he'll struggle to say hello to people on the school run. <laughs> Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. It, but, you can be duplicitous, can't you? You can have these sort of struggles in different situations, I suppose. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I, I, I don't know if mine is, is neurodiversity. I don't know. I suppose it's, I think what I find is that I've amped up I, I, on stage. I am the person I, I sort of want to be. Everything's, uh, everything's controlled the way I'd like it to be controlled. The confidence, the, 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 yeah. and, and I feel like sometimes when you go off stage, um, you 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 lack that control. I think a lot of it's to do with control for me, actually. Bizarrely, I mean, all I that feel... does sound very neurodiverse. To be honest, <laughs> no, I said it. No, Describe it exactly there because it, yeah. well, because it's like you've got your little world, haven't you? And you're like, you sit there, and I'm here, and I do my thing, and you laugh, and blah, blah, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, and that's why I, I was saying to one the other day, I like, I can't bear people talking in the audience and stuff, you know, I'm like, no, that's, that's not yeah. the agreement. Do you know what I mean? That's not the, 
the yeah. thing. But even like yes. when I go to my, my gym class and stuff, if someone's in the corner like chatting away, I'm like, he's trying to teach you how to lift weights here. What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I can't bear it. I get like yeah. fuming because it's it's not the agreement. Joy, that's that's not- so true. Yeah. That is so true. You're very similar like that, I think. Yeah. Um, right. Can I also ask you briefly, and I, please say if you don't want to talk about this, but you lost your brother, didn't you, Colin? Yeah. And um, yeah. now that's fine to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Is it okay? But but how, how do, have you found that obviously going through such a tragedy, a personal tragedy like that, has that shaped how you perform or how you are seizing life or any of those things? That like, how did that affect you in that sense? Um, definitely. In, uh, I mean, he was, um, he diagnosed himself as autistic. Actually, He was an autistic, uh, he worked with autistic people. Did he? Um, he was actually one of my gateways into that sort of understanding all this stuff. Like he yeah. was, helped me with all that. Um, he, um, well, yeah, it was a funny one. Cause I know I never really got on with him that well, uh, when we were growing up. I mean, he was 11 years older than me. I had three oh, older right, brothers. Yeah quite a lot older than me so like 16 11 and nine years older than me and then it's me you know so I was very much the baby kind of thing and um I don't know I always found it a bit odd to be honest when I was growing up I never really connected with him and then uh as he as we got older I sort of really did and then he actually got he had a kidney thing and nearly died and then um from that then he he got better and no one knew why it was funny when you get to the ICU, you know, and they're like, we don't actually know why this is better or not. Do you know what I mean? There's no actual explanation for it. He just suddenly was, we'd literally said our goodbyes and then he was back up kind of thing. It was so bizarre, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he lived for five years after that, a completely changed man, like just his whole attitude to life, his way of living, his way of dealing with other people. And he just, and the weird thing is, even though he died, and in that time he became my best friend. It was really yeah. weird. And, and yeah. just we shared everything and it was, well, all this kind of stuff, you know, and he, um, and then when he died, even he died of bowel cancer, but it was because, kind of because of the kidney thing, he was on loads of immune suppressants, you know, so it's probably, it was connected, but it wasn't the same thing. Yes. But he, um, yeah, I really felt like even though I was very sad that he died, I there was no regrets, you know, because I no. really he lived his life in those five years more than a lot of people I think live yeah. in eight. You know I mean, so it was. I don't know. I think that is something I carry with me definitely. Yeah. And it's well, really what I was going to say was because I don't know if you know our daughter was really poorly when she was born, our eldest, um, and we had oh, sort right. of five five or six months in hospital with her at QMC and, and Manchester. And Scott, you're doing a new show, oh, aren't man. you, Scott, about yeah. that? And yeah. um, I was just thinking, like, when you were saying about doing your stand-up and, and sort of exposing yourself a bit more, like your your experiences, your life, real people. It's weird, isn't it? Comedy with tragedy. It's like, it's almost like the, it's a way for us to process it, I think, because obviously we've, we've spoken to Richard Herring as well, because obviously he's had cancer, uh, testicular cancer, and he's written the book and... It's almost yeah. like a way of processing what's gone in your life. And, you know, as we get older, obviously mortality and things like that. I think it does shape how we, with comedy, it shapes how we perhaps process our own lives. But then how do we make that sort of funny or where, where how do you see the funny and stuff like that? You know, but somehow yeah. we do, don't we? It's quite uh, what I'm trying to do with this new show as well. I'm trying to make 
because I watched a show the other day that was very, you know, when Edinburgh can go a bit, Edinburgh shows can go a bit like the lights go down a bit and it gets a bit yeah. like, oh, okay, this is the serious bit now, right? Okay. <laughs> right, okay. I was watching a show, which I really liked um, on Netflix, which I thought was good, but it was doing that, that thing a bit. And it made me go, oh, maybe I should do that thing, my show. But I'm like, no, my I've got a real rule that everything, even when I'm talking about really dark, upsetting stuff, has got to be played for laughs. Yes. And it's, it's, um, it's quite hard to not go into. And in my last show, the Anna Man show, there definitely was a lot of, you know, at the end. But I loved it because I put like Philip Glass music on. And it was all theatrical and everyone was very moved and it was lovely. I, I was really, I loved that bit, but I kind of done that now and I want to like, yeah, like I say, you know, when you see Richard Pryor and he's talking about growing up in a brothel and his dad, you know, beating the shit out of him and all this sort of awful stuff. But it's like you, you're like, oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. But you're like in hysterics. Yes, and he never lets up. And I think, yeah. So I don't know, but I don't know what the secret is. But yeah, I think um, I, I've been thinking about this a lot because I've, I've never written anything personal. I, I suppose I've written stuff about right. me, but the stuff about Olivia is is stuff where I've not really shared it. I told it on a podcast and I just think there's a show there. I want to write a book and do a little theater show, but I'm, I can't do it without, I can't do it without jokes. So I I think it's to do with distance is what it is. So I think when, when you, if you're in something, so say if you're going through depression or you're, you're, you're in, you're in the thing you're writing about, I don't think it's funny. I think if you've got a retrospective look on it, and you've got a bit of time and a bit of distance. I think that's how you can make it funny. That's that's what I feel sometimes. I think like that's why Richard Pryor was talking about his childhood because he was beyond it. You know, At most of this show, I'm like everything in it is from one before I was nine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I saw the clip about you calling each other. What was it? Was it wolf something tiger? What What was it? You You and your brother had names for each other. What was it? Oh yeah, and that was my brother. My brother, he goes, from now on, we're not called Colin Pete. We're called uh, Thunderwolf and Lightning Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he goes, when thunder calls, lightning strikes. Yeah, it's very good. I think he was about 21 at the time. How did you go into performing then once you'd left like college and oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. I, I did a year at Clarendon College. Do you remember Clarendon College? Yes. Yeah, I did an 18 plus in dance, which I because I didn't know what to do. I like took a gap year. Oh, that's it. I tried to get into RADA and couldn't. Right. Uh, well, couldn't. Did, they didn't accept me. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like I couldn't get in. I'm like, let me in. But um, <laughs> and I, I did what I did for net. You know, I did this Shakespeare thing that I was like, I'm in there, you know, because this is yeah. fucking brilliant. And then they were all a bit like, mm, you know, and I was like, all right, fuck you then, you know. But <laughs> uh, I took, <laughs> took a year um, – yeah, took a gap year and then could rather than like try and travel the world or whatever. I say gap year, that wasn't a thing, but it wasn't like, well, yeah, I'm on a gap year. You know, we went like yeah. that. I was, I was just basically like, I don't know what to do, sort of thing. <laughs> so, I went, um, so I went back to college because I couldn't think of anything to do. I did like a year of A-level dance and that was fun. And then the year after that, yeah, I got, I, I, yeah, I went for the drama schools and got in um, Manchester Met, Brilliant. which was a it was a uni, but it was, um, it's like an accredited drama school. You know, like it's, it's really good. Like Steve Coogan went there and stuff. It was, it was yeah, good, yeah. really good for the stuff. And that's where I met Fergus, um, Fergus Craig, who, when we, we started doing stuff like immediately, really like, and then we ended up going on this, um, this, this drama school trip to um, Tanzania, doing this weird festival in Tanzania. It was a sort of trip of a lifetime thing. 
and did this play. And in the play, we came up with these characters, Bill and Ken, who like were just these sort of like daft blokes, you know. Uh, and that was our first double act was Bill and Ken. Right. And then we started doing these characters called Theatre Group, which is sort of like taking the piss out of the people. You know, you, you write what you know, don't you? We spent like three exactly. years with, with theatre teachers. So we sort of, it's them basically. And then, um, yeah, we worked together for a while and it was, it was great fun. Uh, and it kind of, I think double acts is just very hard to maintain really. And I just had all this stuff I wanted to do, I think ultimately. And then, then I, but it's always been around Edinburgh. Then I did like three solo shows doing loads of different characters. Then I did like three Anna shows just being Anna, but then dipping into characters and now stand up. But, um, yeah. it's funny though, you know, it's, you go on this big journey cause I, it was always Edinburgh, as much as I loved Edinburgh, it was always kind of like, this will get me in yeah. telly do you know what I mean or this will get me my own series or whatever and that I've, I've you know I've still got series potentially in development stuff but you know so far that hasn't fully happened I've got in a lot of TV you know so it has happened to a degree but the weird thing is I've gone this journey where I'm like that's where I'm happiest it's weirdly boring it's sometimes it's amazing like when I do the Ricky Gervais stuff because he basically lets me do what I do on an Edinburgh show you know it's big and daft and silly and it's like that guy getting me to sing come on get happy you know it's yeah, like the yeah. TV equipment that's that never gone away. Just, Colin, just come out and just start saying some shit. And I'm like, all oh, right, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, and then, um, which I'm very thankful that he's, he's given me that opportunity. But um, yeah, but then weird, but uh, yeah, I love that. Stuff, but, and I love doing all TV, but it's weirdly very dry and yeah. slow. Yeah. And you, you don't get that, but you don't get the dopamine. ADHD no, you don't dopamine. get that immediate feedback. Yeah. First time I did it, I was like, why ain't everyone laughing? And they're like, yeah. well, because they're, they're either in character themselves or they're holding a camera yeah. or a boomstick. They can't be like, ha, 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 ha. You know, and I was a bit pissed off. Like, what? Guys, I'm being really funny. Why are you not? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I've got this acceptance where I'm like, you know what? I just love doing this. Yes. So it's like, even if I never get my bloody... Yeah, BBC that's what I love, you know, you know is, is not being... I actually love doing this so much. I was just so, going to say, um, we're never going to be too cool to say, this is great, this is such yeah. good fun, this is such yeah. a... You know, I don't ever want to lose that. You know, like, we're mm. just being... I, I I hate the pomposity of the fact that, um, obviously, in the biz, show business industry, and I'm not in that, really, because I'm just sidelined, but, you know... There, there can be an arrogance you're finding your way in Gemma. Like, you're working your way in mate yeah, that's it yeah but you know it's like there, there's an yeah. arrogance like we're saving lives and we're not it's just but yet there's a real I think there's a real pride in what you do I think you should be proud of what you do and and you know I just think but it's, but it's so, so enjoyable it's such a it's it really a has taken me 20 years I remember going yeah. to gigs with Fergus do these like uni gigs and we turn up yeah. and Ferg, Ferg was more would like lead in a bit more and I'd be a bit like well even though yeah. on stage I was very much the high status and he was low status in real life he'd be kind of you know driving forward and 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 um he'd go um Oh, hi, we're the comedians. Do you know what I mean? You go up to the piers. Oh, hi, we're the comedians tonight. Just completely like that. And I just burst out laughing because it felt so ridiculous yeah, to yeah. go up and go, hello, I'm, comedian. I'm your comedian tonight or whatever. I was like, no, I'm not. Shut up. What are you on about? I just couldn't. It's genuinely taken me this long to turn up and go, hello, I'm doing the comedy show tonight or whatever. You know, I still can't say I'm the comedian. It yeah. just feels so... I it's can't so own that. It's so weird. I, I go all 70s, um, me. I go, I'm one at turns. I want it to let, yeah. me in the, let me in the fire escape. I want it to Where do you want me? Round the back. All right, then. 
Yeah. Tell me who died on the last last one. Is there any grub on? Any, any buffet? Huh? Well, you got, is there any crisps in there? Oh? I want to be paid before I go on. I want to be paid before I go <laughs> yeah. on. Was Derek the first thing you did with Ricky Gervais, and how did you get to work with him? Uh, no, his life's too short, um, which was ah. quite a show. And um, yes. yeah, he just oh, no, cast me as this. Cast me as like a psychic uh, medium, sort of weirdo. And then yeah. Uh, yeah, and then when he was doing Derek, it was actually when Carl Pilkington left. And uh, he just phoned me up and said, do you want to do it? Brilliant. It was great. Did you feel intimidated at all? I mean, because, like, he is, he is massive, isn't he? <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, not really. Just going into those situations, it's really weird. And I have to really fight myself, you know, or just tell myself to shut up. Like I say, when I'm on it, when the camera's on, you know, I'll come alive and I'm like, yeah. You know, I have to really remind myself, you know, you have to interact and say stuff and... <laughs> Because I just, yeah, it's just this sort of, I shouldn't be a complete dichotomy to use a big word, isn't it, between like... It is. That clip you've put out, I I honestly, I I can watch it over and over again because his laugh is so infectious. And then when you're laughing, it's just the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to get paid to laugh like that is just so great. That that proves as well, because he's come through a different route into into comedy. He seems to be carving his own way. And I feel like it just shows how how uh, unprescribed it is, which is quite exciting, really, the industry we're in. You can sort of make your own rules, really. And also, he's very much like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it whatever you think yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. i don't think he's like, like me like going oh no should i say this i don't know I don't, how do i have the right to speak this truth you know? <laughs> if before we finish you just tell us what's coming up what you got coming up and what you what we should look out for and then now that'll be a great way to 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 wrap things up if that's all right colin and thank you so much for your time oh no my pleasure um there's uh yeah there's a, a great series out at the minute called Ickawick FM which you should all listen to. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, which no, is, that's uh, the, the um, sausages. Yes that delightful yeah brilliant yeah. And my podcast is Into the Neuroverse. There's a whole Animan podcast um which has got a load on there you can listen to and I'm doing starting to do some new ones of that. And then yeah my website is iamcolinholt.com which is probably the best place to get uh when I'm doing gigs and work in progresses. And yeah, I'm going to be up in Edinburgh. I haven't officially announced it, but I can say it on air. I'm sure it's all right. I'd love to catch you with you both properly at some point as well about not in a podcast way. But yeah, that would be brilliant. Podcasts. See you later. Bye. Bye, love. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Colin. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to, we're going to do more people, aren't we? We've got- well, coming up next week, we've got a fantastic interview with Olympic Commonwealth and European Championship swimmer Sarah Vasey. Yeah. Look out for that next week. And I, I particularly in, uh, excited to listen to that because I didn't, I wish I'd have done the interview. Can we do a follow-up where I can? I, I, no, I, well, I, no, she doesn't want to speak to you. Great. Because um, <laughs> I, I obviously swam a lot, not to her level, but I did. I might have mentioned that, obviously. Oh, right. Exciting. But it's, I, I like it because I think there's a parallel between swimming and performance, the dedication, having to produce results on the day and the fact that it's practice and practice and practice. And it's the, about the dedication, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It's a great interview. She's is brilliant. It? She's fantastic. She's one of the best people I know. <laughs> really? She's just so smiley. Smiley? Yeah. Wow. And happy. 
Wow. And and just positive. Mm. Wonderful human. And you don't get that at home. No. I think I am positive. I'm being very positive today. You're positively today. annoying. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us well, today. Well, I've positively enjoyed today. Positively a little. I have as well. Um, thanks for having have me. Have you got a busy week, darling? Yeah, hugely busy. Just work, normal stuff. How about you? I've got a very busy week. I've got tour shows coming up. Uh, coming out your arse. Coming out my butthole. I've also got Le- Leicester Comedy Festival, 21st and 22nd. I'm doing a stand-up show and the story about Olivia. bit worried about that. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Not sure how it's going to be. It's a, it's a challenge challenge and it's sold out but enjoy it i'm gonna enjoy it but it's definitely a different thing to what yeah. i normally do yeah. um but it should be dead good fun yeah um so you know if you're coming along i hope you enjoy uh enjoy that evening so and thanks to everybody for listening thanks for all your messages we do appreciate it and oh it's gonna be a bit of a boast here but the pod is growing we seem to have more and more listeners downloads have gone through the roof so we just want to say thank you so much for listening and we're so glad you enjoy it and we enjoy doing it so thanks a lot thank you so much is it ten thousand a week now let's start again ten thousand a month or is it a week i don't know you're the one who's got access to the stats yeah it's ten thousand a month that's very good ten thousand a month that's ten thousand people that's a it's lot an of arena a month. Is it? Yep. That's a lot of That's people. That's a lot. And we, and we grow this from this little kitchen, from little acorns. Yeah, become little big, acorns. Big trees. Uh, so thank you so Thanks much. Thanks a lot, everyone, and have a great week. Yeah, enjoy your week, whatever you're up to, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's time to tune in it.